audio by Raising Free People Network. This week on Fair of the Free Child podcast. So that is a boundary. That's something that I could say, yes, I can support you with being, you know, with accountability around this thing and not have it be, you know, feel performative for you in that way. But if you say, for example, because I don't want to give an actual thing, if you say, yes, but every time you come to me, you got to put a piece of uh, a line of red paint down the middle of your face Mm -hmm. because that's what makes me feel like, you know, you're paying attention. Then I'm like, I'm not fucking doing that. And it feels like it's the line of red paint. Which I'm like, that's not about your boundary. That's about some extra shit that you want me to do to myself, which I'm like, I'm not down. Right. So that's the part that I'm navigating because it's like, well, so then do I just storm off and be like, well, I ain't helping you with shit because that's how I feel. Right. You can't keep using tools of oppression and expect to raise free people. Oh, y'all. I'm sitting in a chair for this one. I usually sit on a stool or on my bed to try to minimize the sound. But this, you hear this? (laughs) You can hear all this as I scoop my booty around in my back. I'm sitting in my chair leaning back because I want to. I want it to be really comfortable for this episode. So hopefully that extra comfort shows up because I feel like the rest of this episode is tense. (laughs) At least it is for me. So I'd shared with patrons a while back, maybe when I did this recording that you'll hear of Chris and me, I think I did this in, I don't know, maybe like January or February. And I'm calling these AIMs, episodes maybe, A-I-M. It's all in my, because it's like all of my feelings, all of my pain, all of my, that sort of thing. This episode is very lightly edited. <laughs> It is probably going to sound disjointed. That's the assumption that I'm making because it's intentionally cryptic (laughs) because Chris and I didn't want to compromise the privacy of Marley and Sage and of our family by sharing any specifics. But the reason that I recorded this, and I'm so grateful, thank you, Chris, for saying yes to me recording this, is because I was freshly out my fucking feelings (laughs) from a family meeting and I feel like sometimes certainly I've gotten the feedback and I feel it sometimes that when people come across raising free people work one of the initial and maybe even lingering feelings is guilt you know like man I'm fucking up when it comes to my kids or I got fucked up, so now I'm going to do this and da-da-da, and I don't feel good about it. Like, there's a lot of guilt, right? A lot of even sense of shame. And I try really not to live in that space with my parenting. It's not useful. It makes it easier then for me to, like, hold on to my fucked up habits (laughs) because I'm just in a downer space when I let guilt, like, just kind of ride. So... This episode, episode 219, of course, the show notes page is raisingfreepeople.com forward slash 219. This episode is fresh out of a family meeting. It's just Chris and me just kind of sharing some feelings right quick. And if I were to give this episode some keywords, they'd be boundaries, change, (laughs) healthy communication, real shit, (laughs) 
the practice, right? Because I keep saying that with this work of raising free people, there are processes and then there are practices. And the family meeting was more of a process. Like we have kind of a way we do it and we go through that, we schedule it, we do it. And the practice part in this instance is really about how I was able to, mm, let me see. The practice showed up in a few ways. The practice showed up during the meeting as you'll hear me say, because I didn't storm out when I was like, my buddies, because that's my default. So that's practice work. Me seeing, oh, I recognize that my feet are ready to like feel the weight of my body. I want to stand up. I want to walk out. I want to put up both middle fingers, bite my lip and blah, oh, and leave. <laughs> I didn't actually do that, which I have done before. So I get to see the practice at work because in that moment I was able to settle myself. I was able to hear myself. I was able to hear my thoughts get really loud, which meant that I was listening less. And I was able to quiet those thoughts and say, oh, I got you, girl. We're going to think all these thoughts, but what they saying? Like I was able to do that in the moment, which for me is so powerful because that's one of the hardest things typically for me to do is to quiet my sense of injustice and what the hell they saying long enough to listen all the way through to what someone is saying when I feel like probably that person needs to be heard. So this is not about all the time shutting up and let people talk, but it's about not feeling trapped in my own thoughts and making that decision about when I want to walk away and when I don't, as opposed to me just feeling my body walking away because I'm just like, fuck this shit. So that's the practice. And also another part of the practice that you'll ear witness right here is that Chris and I talked about it after. We talked about it. I was able to name some of the things. This part, I don't know if you can pick this up because you don't really know Chris, but he was really graceful because he could see, I'm sure from the meeting and even after, and hear the level of frustration and the multitude, the layers of feelings that I was experiencing. So he really like let me talk. He let me like cut him off a couple times. I could very much, very clearly see and hear the ways that he was making space for me, doing extra things to make space for me. Similarly, how I was making space, doing extra things to make space for Marley and Sage in the family meeting, they were probably doing that too, making space for Chris and me in various ways. So there's a lot of that going on. So those things are the practice. And then the process was just us making sure that we schedule this meeting, we have this meeting, that sort of thing. So these episodes, these all in my, all of my feelings, <laughs> all of my skills, all of my practice, that's what this one is all about. Okay. All right. So show notes page again is raisingfreepeople.com forward slash 219 for all relevant links related to this episode. So I um, made an observation that I wanted to explore. Yeah. And thank you for saying yes to exploring it with me. We had our beginning of year family meetup thing. Yeah. And I I left so the four of us and I left that meeting feeling bad. In addition to other better feelings, but mm -hmm. also feeling bad. And also Sage came and checked on me after the meeting, which sometimes also tells me when I'm feeling bad because Sage notices something and takes an extra step. Yeah. More time I notice it too, but sometimes it's like, oh okay, she recognized and there's something up. 
so I talk a lot about observation as being really useful in your raising free people practice so that you don't just like react to something that you experience right. like when it comes to kids and I felt like I was really deliberate about observing things especially when I was like oh is the meeting finished I want to make sure mm -hmm. and then I was like okay cool let me leave because I was gonna leave quite a few times before that just leave mm -hmm. but then I was like nope 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 just observe just be here pay attention listen yeah so I wanted to um be with that a little bit out loud what were the other times that you wanted to leave when when I just Oh, because that's the reason I was like, yeah, I feel like I was taking things personal. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as I told you, that's something that I'm working on. I mean, everything is personal, but take it personal in the more typical way or stereotypical way in that it's like, okay, I can't even hear shit else now because now I'm all in my feelings. Yeah. I think that's a good segment for this aim, all in my feelings. Because <laughs> I know that there was something that was said. And, of course, I'm trying to keep it private, too. So this might be tricky. But something that was said by one of the girls that made me feel like nigga what the fuck i've been doing everything i can to help with this you are not alone in this you've never been alone in this mm -hmm. that was one mm -hmm. instance where i was like you know what since it doesn't matter then why am i even asking yeah. right and then also when you said a thing that maybe one of the girls hadn't gotten a good amount of practice with someone supporting them in this particular way yeah and that also made me want to leave because i'm like what are you talking about i feel like i've been doing versions of that their whole life mm -hmm. with specific things right so i don't i just wanted to know whether you'd noticed any of those things or any your observations around that meeting and your observations of how things were being handled by all of us but namely me because you have my consent to discuss it <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah I, I recognize the moments that you're talking about so for the the one with the girls or that particular one with the girls i think well the girls that particular girl in, in particular <laughs> um she's having a moment like many moments and i think we both recognize them like in the same way that we we knew that when we we're in school now looking back we were like really emotional about some things that in the grand scheme of things didn't matter at, because at the time we're all in it and that was all we saw in that that same way at least that's how i approach what she was saying is that she's only seeing the right now and the feelings that she's in for it i don't think she has a practical recollection for all the things that have been done for her and the help that she's the things that's gotten her to that point yeah i think she's mainly talking about the who she is right now and how she feels right now i didn't take it because like we were there too it's not i don't think it's like a um like it didn't mean anything i just think it was a different she was a different person the times that we did it so the context isn't necessarily the same even though we can see it because we were kind of like we're not in it like she was having different experiences at things and the focus maybe wasn't on that particular type of support that we were giving her. So she maybe it's a blind spot because yeah. she was focused on the other part of the, the support. So. And I recognize that too in myself with things that comes up even now that my mom says, and mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, is that what happened? Like, you know, my recollection of it is so different yeah. than my mom's and hers is actually more accurate. It's not a matter of interpretation. Right. But because she had the benefit of like 
you know, the perspective of being in it and supporting it. And right. I was really just in it. Right. Yeah. Um, so I can see where those sort of differences of how something translates. Yeah. You know, and also like she shouldn't need to do that because she's growing and in it. Right. And yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So like that's the perspective. I guess in a sense, it's it goes for both for both instances of what it was mm -hmm. because it for you it i think it was a particularly sharp because you remember what it took for you to get to the point to be that kind of support that she needed yeah right and you remember the times that you were battling with yourself to and see if it was okay to. right yeah. And, yeah but you also recognize the past versions of yourself is what i'm trying to say yes. like you there were instances where you you were in it in a different way Yes. Right. So you have those recollections and you have those that history and that your work that it took to get there. Mm -hmm. So it means something, um, not just a passing moment in time to you. Right. Because you had to go through the growth to be that support. Right. I would put it to you that the parts that were that for you maybe wasn't that for them. And that that's kind of I had the luxury of coming from that position where I'm just dealing with the what's going on now. And not necessarily needing to point out the fact that you were getting X amount of support before you were already doing this. What are you talking about? I was in a position to do that. Not necessarily, not necessarily like downplaying your influence before and the help that you were giving before, but more so to get to the root of what actually she was looking for in the moment yes i get that yes and it's not right. just before because it's still happening and right. that's a part of the thing because even at one point when one of them said yes i have asked for help but the help is you know mm -hmm. at, <laughs> and mm -hmm. i was again because i feel i don't know if it's more involved it's differently involved than you. I feel like I take stuff on with them, like sit and lay it out, like what's going on. Mm -hmm. It feels like a deeper level of involvement to me. Mm -hmm. So I also was definitely navigating the feeling of like, what are you saying? Like, you can't speak for what I've done. You can't say that they haven't gotten a certain level of such and such. That's not appropriate because mm -hmm you can only speak from your perspective and it was surprising because i'm like you see how i you know so those were the things that were happening in my head that were much louder than what was actually happening mm -hmm. and it was hard for me to listen to continue to listen mm -hmm. so i was glad for the moments when it came back to okay like what are we saying that we want to accomplish here what have we discovered here because mm -hmm. i i can't always be with what's being discovered in that moment right it's too much right so um so that's why this is useful so Okay, so that's what you so you observed those same things and you were just giving me perspective as to why, which which is useful, but I just really wanted to see whether you observed those things and what in them you observe, not necessarily your assessment of why I might have reacted that way. Well, I look at it as in it, in my description of how I saw it going down. That is what I observed. Like I I recognized that she wasn't being told like speaking from a total experience she was speaking from the place that she was now mm -hmm. that's the thing that i observed okay. when she was saying what she was saying because even even in talking about things that she did in the past she had to acknowledge the support that was there like that was a part of the conversation yeah and i just feel like at that moment she wasn't connecting the two and i think for the purposes of why we had the meeting she didn't need to although i recognize now that that approach isn't fair to you because you, you know, of what you were going through. 
but, but isn't appropriate is more so the term I would use. Like it, it just wasn't, it, it didn't fit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like it, okay. it wouldn't be true. It wasn't a good fit because that wasn't the experience. I'm just saying that to say it didn't feel like a fairness thing to it me. It felt like it for me. Mm-hmm. It felt like it for me. Yeah, because I know, but I was just offering that okay. because you said fair okay. to me. So I wanted to share that, by the way, for me, that wasn't what oh, was I present. I see. Yeah. So I guess to word it properly, I didn't feel it was fair for them to, for her to, to take that stance on the support that you were giving. Got it. But I decided in that moment and also because it was kind of the purpose of why we were there was to cut, try to get out what she actually thought she needed right now and um, what that would look like now. Yeah. But yeah, in, in that instance, that's what I, I observed. And yeah. that's the I get it now. Yeah. Route I took. Thank you. Yeah. And that's really useful because it just really allows me to, you know, just be with the reality that for me, it was like, oh, okay, it became about me. It, it felt like a lack of appreciation and a misnaming and a, of my efforts, which made me feel like, oh, so then if it doesn't matter, if it's just going to go like to like, okay, daddy's right, of whatever you say, then I should back up because then I'm going to put myself in that position to not be received as actually supporting and it's not useful and maybe I can't see it and da 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 and and that's not that's the feeling in that moment yeah. whereas now as I'm with it it's like that's salt you know there's saltiness in that which is okay right but it's not the place that I would want to operate from I so see. now I get to be with that and say okay which parts of it do I express to you yeah so that it doesn't become like seasoning salt <laughs> right. and then which parts do I work on on myself to say it ain't or how much of it because there are parts it ain't about you like the what we were trying to get at was this thing yeah and also oh, okay so to manage that part of maybe it isn't useful or maybe I can't honor their request to be a certain way around these things maybe I can't do that because right. my version of being this way on it and yours speaking about one of them it's not the same, right. you know, because they ask us to do a certain thing. And I'm like, if I'm going to do it, I can't do it how you want it done. Right. So it's for me to be with those things now without it being their problem, <laughs> in a sense. And that's really you. what I wanted to be with out loud. I got you. Yeah, and any insights that and came up for you? Yeah, because like just in, in terms of perception and approach. So like the same way that you would say that about if you're going to be essentially responsible for showing you to do a thing like I can't show it to you the way you want it to be shown to you. Is that in essence what you were saying? Yeah, like if you're saying saying to me, yes, you have my consent to go in because I want to get this thing done. Right. Right. There's boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, how one of them was like, okay, if we're going to do this family work hour thing, I I don't want to start off with, here's what I want to accomplish. Remember, Mm -hmm. you know, one of them said that, which is fine. Everybody gonna know a sage who said that. Sage said that. (laughs) Because everyone knows that Marley is all about the list and the preparation. Um, So that is a boundary. That's something that I could say, yes, I can support you with being, you know, with accountability around this thing and not have it be, you know, feel performative for you in that way. But if you say, for example, because I don't want to give an actual thing, if you say, yes, but every time you come to me, you got to put a piece of uh, a line of red paint down the middle of your face Mm -hmm. because that's what makes me feel like, you know, you're paying attention. Then I'm like, I'm not fucking doing that. Right. And it feels like it's the line of red paint. 
which I'm like, that's not about your boundary. That's about some extra shit that you want me to do to myself, which I'm like, I'm not down. Right. So that's the part that I'm navigating because it's like, well, so then do I just storm off and be like, well, I ain't helping you with shit because that's how I feel. Right. And that's what I'm going to be with over the next couple of couplers. Got you. Yeah. Okay. So in that instance, me coming to the, that same discussion about how we'd go about giving you what you needed. My approach would have been, tell me what you need and I can tell you what I could do. It's not. Yeah, but I mean, we didn't, that, that wasn't, I'm not talking about approach. I'm talking about what happened. Like we happened upon that thing where they ended up saying, okay, yes, we want these, we want that structure around these things. Right. Yeah. So it, it got there already. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we were already, I'm not talking about the benefit of the hindsight of how I'm saying like in that moment, mm-hmm. the conversation was already going on. Like, okay, yes, we, we, you're saying you want it around these things. Then we started talking about the actual subjects that they would want that level of account of or topics, right? Yeah. Right. Um, the actual life things. And so I'm saying from that perspective, Okay. you know, not the like, of course, if we had time to think it out, I would say, yes, I would do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and time-wise too, because I don't want to solve. You know, I'm saying. Yeah, it wasn't a matter yeah. of solve. I was, I was trying to draw the parallel between how you view the engaging of support versus, like, you took it as like red paint, like you're. I need you to be a certain way to show up when I do it, and I would look at that scenario as I can either support you how I can or not. So tell me the things that you would need, and this is how I can either can concede one thing do something or or nothing like but she doesn't know what she would need that's why they were saying they would want us to do what makes sense to us around it because they don't know what they need right but the one in particular had a specific type of support that they were looking for that that is a specific need yeah right yeah and that that was isn't that the, the thing that we're no, because not yeah. that's not how I saw it. Because the point is that she was saying, I've done basically all I could do. Yeah. And now I'm looking for ways to be able to get into it more, to get better at it. Okay. That's it. So then to me, to go in and say, okay, then what specific? It's like, if I knew that, then I'd be doing that. I'm asking you to come in so that I can get different results than I've been getting. Okay. So then to me, it wouldn't make sense then to say, okay, then what do you need for those different results? I right. thought that would be the result of the process. So you're either going to hand it, turn it yeah. over or not. Yeah. Okay. And to me, it's like, you're saying, turn it over, but still you want control. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, how is that useful? You don't need me for that. Yeah. That's how I see that. I see. So then I was battling, like, how would I be supportive if I don't even agree with what that means? Like, I don't even think you want what you say you want, because my understanding of what you say you want could not still be within your control. So is that that's the Tiger Mom thing that you were talking about? Like yes. How, how the, that's what she, they specifically said. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm like, how the fuck a tiger without teeth, basically? Yeah. Okay. You see me? Yeah. Like, yeah. How you control in the tiger and be like, okay, tiger, do like this, because that's gonna make me scared, and then it'll make me get be a faster runner. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> yeah. 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 I think that that thing was more about the um, the unwavering part, like the but sh- like you said, it it wanted to be within the scope of the thing that she wanted to do. So maybe that's a part of it too. Like she, I think she has visions of. I think 
of well the way she, way she was talking about it of things like just somebody that's hard nosed that's yeah. not giving you an inch yeah and when you think you cannot which is why the, the way I could only relate it what had to do with something physical like I think uh -huh. that was the thing I was telling you like the only thing I can relate that to is like you you know what the goal that you want and my job is to get you to the goal even when you don't feel like you can get to the goal right and to me that doesn't have to be for something physical but even if it did it comes to the same end mm -hmm. so then you you're still saying though yeah but what if am i doing it or not yeah because if even in the with the example of physicality then could she say yeah but i don't want to do this in the morning and blah 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 like that's you know but that's the whole point of somebody saying that like right which is why person. i'm like how do, how do you do that then if you're then judging how the support shows up and you want a particular result that you haven't been able to get before yeah how you manage the person that you bring in again i'm not talking about boundaries yeah i'm talking about process so that's the part when it was like yeah but the help is it's like the help is effective because you are organized and this and that and blah 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 mm-hmm you're just not consistent. So right. you have the two. And so that's the part that was frustrating. I'm like, but okay. The, so yeah. the consistent. Cons the that's one element, you know, because right. I'm also not, I'm looking at the time and okay. I need to move on and I'm that's hungry fine. and all, all right. of these things. Yeah. All right, so we can move on. Thank you. So there we have it. And I know that there were gems that you picked up that I don't know nothing about because I don't know your life. <laughs> but when you listen, you heard some things that were like, mm-hmm, or, oh, you know? <laughs> and of course, I would love to hear those. You know the deal. There is a voicemail app right on my site, raisingfreepeople.com. It's on the right-hand side. You click that button, you leave a voice memo, you hit send, and I will get it. And I will listen to it. I get them directly. I listen to them directly. And I do my best to respond to all of them directly, even though I do not always also if you want the transcript of this go to our youtube page the link for that will be on the show notes page raisingfreepeople.com forward slash 219 i think it's pretty much on every show notes page so you can get the full transcript there and we have nine more episodes for this season nine more super dope episodes including I'm call Anthony out another episode of Fear the Free Man Child. I think he's in the process of recording it, actually re-recording it. So we have one more of those because I know y'all love those. So do I. And next week we will be joined by Iris Chen of Untigering. Iris and I spoke months ago. I think last year, actually, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. And so now we finally get to share this conversation. And of course, you know, we got our three-part flow. I feed feel we got the invitation we got the feedback and we got the field trip so we do have a field trip coming up with iris all those details will be in her episode coming up next week so as always thank you for listening and chat to you next week mm -hmm.